0: welcome to the corporate caffeine podcast today's episode is actually a recording from one of my recent live streams i do these every wednesday at twelve thirty central on facebook and on linkedin i'd love for you to join me there just a warning though these are a little weirder and a lot more personal so i hope you enjoy and let's go ahead and dive right in hey everybody it's dacia and this is this week's corporate caffeine Um, before I dive in and I really do need to dive in, I cannot just wax poetic for too, too long um, because I got a lot to cover today about, do you want more? Um, but before I do that, it was funny. It occurred to me, um, for any of you that have been thinking I need to do video, I need to do live video or, you know, I want to do a podcast or something especially for any of you that've come close and then you like just can't hit the go live button guys just do it like feel the fear and do it anyways being brave is not about feeling nervous and not feel or versus not feeling nervous it's about doing it and I tell you what it's so funny I speak for a living I teach on speaking for a living I'm a communication strategist I've been doing live videos for a long time because it's the most efficient way for me to get more. And sometimes it's still hard for me to push the button and just go do it. And so just wanted to give you a little bit of encouragement around that today. So um, today's topic is about optimization. Now, we're going to go around the world and back on this. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I'm a marketing strategist. So I'm going to be using marketing examples. And by the way, we're all in marketing and sales because you will always have to seek to exert influence to get your ideas understood and to be a good communicator and to build unity with other people. So if you think, oh, this isn't about me, I totally disagree. And on top of that, you should want more. You should want more more out of your life and so well we're going to take a bit of a business slant and we're going to get really specific I think if you come along with me on this journey I think you're going to find some interesting aha moments for yourself today and I challenge you to type them in the comments and actually hit that button and let your voice be heard and share with others me included what you're thinking on how do you get more and what you learned today and so yeah let's go oh gosh my microphone is sticking up anyways okay so optimization If you read the post caption above, you know, I think it is completely inappropriate. And unfortunately, we live in a culture where our to-do lists are so, so, so long that we have a tendency to be like, okay, get it done, get it done, get it launched, get it out the door, finish, 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 finish. And then we never have the time and the follow-up never makes it back on to our to-do list in order to go, okay, that thing is live now. We took all that time and effort to put it into the world. Now, how do we get more for it? How do we actually optimize, um, that now this could be around digital marketing. This could be around building your team or helping them develop. This could be around, um, you know, my gosh, like a personal project that you have that now is in existence, but it somehow is status quo or you're just making it through. How do you actually optimize? How do you Clang clang. Um, how do you actually optimize and continue to move forward? So I'm going to break down a few ways to think about this, and I hope to encourage you to go back and get more out of what you're already doing and what you've already invested in, because that is appropriate um, for any of my Christian brothers and sisters out there. It's also good stewardship. Stewardship, you guys. We have been entrusted with resources, people mental capacity, financial um, points of view, relationships, and you should be optimizing those. You should be living in abundance. You should be thinking more. You should be thinking, am I growing or am I dying? Because the one thing that is not true in life, nothing stays the same. Nothing stays static. So you cannot think that you're ever going to get to this perfect homeostasis and then poof. Look at that. My science kid's rubbing off on me there. (laughs) But um, it's never going to happen. Growing versus dying, getting more versus getting less, checking the box versus being successful. So that's really what is, what's at stake today. So, okay, where should we optimize first? Like what is one category of optimization? First of all, (laughs) your current efforts where you're already spending time, attention, or money. So thinking about, So first of all, anytime you're talking about optimization, you got to be thinking, okay, what are my goals? And so you've got to be clear, like, what do you want? Maybe it's more revenue. Maybe it's a higher number of customers. Maybe it is um, more me time. Maybe it's more financial prosperity, whatever it is. So you take the outcome and then you go, okay, what's working in my business, in my life? in my marketing, in my sales right now to help me accomplish that and make a list. You should be listing out whether it's on a whiteboard and you're doing this with a team or whether you're doing it just in journal or on the back of an envelope like me or something like that. Um, You should be listing out what am I doing in order to achieve those outcomes, achieve that goal. And then you need to put a plus or a minus next to it, which ones are working and which ones are not working. So once you have all of the pluses listed down, you need to be thinking, okay, where are those results coming from? Like, why is that working? What am I doing right that is making that sense and this could be you're talking to the right people you're saying the right thing you're investing enough money or you're investing enough time in this or is a clear focus or you're measuring the right things but there's so many different reasons why you're getting good results from what's working um also one blind spot that I want you to be really careful about, and this relates to my resource management in this series, like how, to, how and when to cut things that are not working, is are the outcomes, are the results that you're getting, are they predicated upon anything else? Is there a cascading effect somewhere in your life or in your activities where if you treated it like a silo and you cut something else off, It wouldn't work anymore. So just make sure that you understand sometimes outcomes are coming because of an ecosystem, not because of a single silver bullet. And so just make sure if it's the ecosystem that's working, how do you optimize the total system and not just Oh, be overly reliant on one component in the system or the most visible or evident piece in the system. The other thing I really challenge you is go back and look at those negatives. Don't automatically be like, oh, it's not working. It's off the list. Okay. Ask the same questions. Why is it not working? Wrong people, wrong message, wrong thinking, wrong measurements, Right. Now, sometimes you'll get to the bottom of that and you'll go, no, it was just a mistake or no, I just changed my mind or no, I don't even wanna do that anymore or whatever. But honestly, especially in marketing, holy cow, there are so many times when I talk to clients um, and they are doing the right things, but they're executing incorrectly and they just automatically assume, oh, well, that didn't work for us. Ooh, be so careful. Be so careful with that because that is literally the definition of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And I'll give you one example. There's a lot of companies in complicated or complex industries in social media where they will be doing social media. By the way, social media is social. (laughs) It's not a to-do list. It's social media. This is why this works and like boring posts don't work. Right. But also, it's an ecosystem. And so, for instance, it would be very easy for me to say, oh, that one post didn't work or that one video didn't work. However, when I correlate the role that social media plays for my personal brand, for the halo effect for my team, the halo effect that I get from my partners, even like my advocates, my channel partners, my fans, you know, loosely speaking. Um, Does it impact other areas of my business? Am I building an ecosystem that actually impacts and improves other areas? And the answer is yes, you guys. And so there's a lot of people, other marketers even, that could sit here and crunch the numbers on any given, any one of my given posts or my company's given posts. They'd be like, oh, that's not working. But it is working because we get lots of stories About how they chose us because of something they saw or because they knew we could trust us or because they like how we're doing marketing. So they want their marketing to look and feel something similar. And so that is a really good example of just be careful how you define not working and do not just skim over the what's not working as they cross it off the list. You put a minus next to it so that you can dive deeper. Okay, the other thing, and this is a marketing piece, but I wonder if there are some personal ahas for you. And if there are, y'all, please type them in because I would love to hear them. Um, the first one is there are variables any time that you are executing. So when we're talking about marketing, whether marketing is a metaphor, but specifically we're going to talk about marketing for just a second. What are the variables? Um Here we go so maybe if you're executing the right thing just not executing the right way here are the variables that could be could be taking you down that you just need to be optimized number one targeting are you targeting the right people is it too broad or too narrow or did you just choose the wrong market for your product also your brand, personal brand or corporate brand, your brand. Now brand is important because brand is about comparison. So there's two points of comparison. When you think how alluring am I, how alluring are we, how, how impactful or resonant are we? So is your branding strong enough to cut through the war on attention? Is it strong enough to compete against Disney's ad and Apple's ad and not influencers post, right? Is it, is it impactful enough to get people's attention to win the war on attention the other one depending on where that something might be showing up is a, the other point of comparison is you versus your competitor so is your brand better than theirs is it more appealing is it more resonant um that leads us right into the message because winning the war on attention or winning the war versus the competitor oftentimes it's about what you're saying and how much it is changing and in in val- bringing value to the people that you serve so is your message right sometimes messages could be how it's delivered it could be more fun or more serious or more emotional or more whatever. Sometimes it's what you're saying. So you're mind bending them on purpose and you're taking them on a journey in order to progress them and their ability to be amazing at whatever they're seeking to do, and whatever you're talking about. So the message is really, really important. Um, and on top of that, the message has got to align with who you're reaching out to because messaging really great messaging specializes in the people that are listening. And I think I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but specialization is about specializing in human beings, not about your skill set. So also, What's your offer? Is your offer good enough? Is your call to action appropriate to get them to take a next step? Is it reasonable for them to do that? Um, Are you on the right platform? So for instance, if your market is on Facebook, but you like TikTok, and so you're on TikTok, but you're not getting any results, your content might be amazing, but you're in the wrong darn place because your people are on Facebook, whether you like the metaverse or not. So that's an example of are you in the right platform? Platform can be widely widely defined it could be conferences it can be networking it can be associations it can be sponsorships it can be partnerships it can be channel partners it can it can be social media platforms so there's a lot of platforms so just to give you an example of definition um and also is it part of a system so i touched on this earlier so Is the system optimized or are you doing something, but then you don't have any way to nurture people's interest on the background, or you don't have any way to capture um, people's contact information. You don't have a way to follow up for that follow-up to get on your calendar or something. So you've not built a system, a personal system or a technology system or a marketing system um, where the next action in order to make it work is simply just not in place. And so you're stopping too short. Like you're, you're acting like it's a point in time instead of a journey, um, like a picture, a snapshot instead of a journey. Success is a journey. You guys, it's not a picture. It's not a little, poop, you know, like it's not a selfie in time, right? So it's a journey. Okay. So Optimization. So that's current efforts. That's one way to go ahead and audit yours. So let's talk about another bucket of what you should be optimizing. You should be optimizing your money. You should be keeping more of what you work so hard for. You should be getting more for what you are paying for. You should be intentional about is your money getting you what you want? So lots of you are not going to love this conversation, and I am not Dave Ramsey, so I'm not going to belabor this one too long. But let's take a look at your budget. Is what you spend on aligned with what you want? Are you spending on who you are today or who you want to be someday? Hint, it should be this one, right? There's lots of us are at a place where we're like, it's fine, it's okay, but I want more. Hey, and you do because you're watching this video, right? So if you want more, are you spending on the things that get you more? Now this isn't always comfortable, but this is about alignment and this is about truth telling. This is about being brave enough to look in your own mirror and go, how bad do I really want this? Is it bad enough to be intentional around my budget? Now, this is personal and this is also business. For those of us in business that don't love numbers, it's really awful. It's very uncomfortable to sit down and look at numbers. Do it anyways. If you're not good at it, find somebody that is. There are so many people, wonderful people in business that would be willing to partner with you. And I mean partner from a friendship standpoint and just mentor you through a moment in time. And so find that, find that opportunity. But what you want to be sure of is that is your budget aligned with your goals and with where your impact is going to come from? And this is both personal and professional. So I'm going to give you one more marketing example for all of my marketers and my business friends out there, but is your budget aligned with what you want? So people have a marketing budget and they have a tendency. I wish I had like a pilot tissues. They've a tendency to be like, here's my budget, right? Like here's the whole thing. Um, that is not how budget works. So you should be saying, where's the impact coming from? Do you need more visibility? Do you need more lead generation? Do you need to be nurturing people in that? You know, Do you need more support on closing the deal and sales enablement? Your budget literally should be segmented into the impact that you're looking for. And then you can simply say, is that percentage appropriate? So if you're sending 1% on visibility, but you need a lot of visibility. It's not an alignment. If you are crushing it in sales and all of your budget is going to sales, but you can't keep a full pipeline so you can close everything. You just don't have enough deals. Well, then you need to reallocate your budget and start investing in other places so that you can start planting seeds of future opportunity so that you can really put those sales efforts to work. So it's about alignment. So budget. Okay. Diving into another segment here, man, I really should have taken the time to do my little subtitles here. It would have been much more engaging, but oh well. Okay. These talk about getting more. So maybe I'll have to redo this video in the future, but okay. The third bucket that I have is getting more out of people. Now, this is not you know, what's in it for me. Like I need more from you. I'm setting an expectation of you. That's not what I mean. This is about being clear on what someone's highest and best use and being a partner in helping them go up to the highest and best use. Now, let me be crystal clear. 24 hours of your day are not supposed to be la la. You are never going to love 100% of 24 hours. However, the research shows that if you are doing even 10% a day of something you love, capital L, love, you are going to exponentially grow your joy, grow your value to other people, and grow your mastery. That's it, guys. Like 10%, it's amazing that 10% will get you through all the other bumpy patches and help you to become the next best version of yourself when you're working through the other stuff that's harder than your optimal 10%. You're strong enough to handle this. And so it's okay. I encourage you to get more out of yourself, which means you have to be in self-awareness. You have to know what's your highest and best use. You have to be paying attention to the things that you love. And you need to be doing that in, in friendship to other people. Now, these people might be on your team. They might be in your family. They might be your accountability partner. You should definitely be doing that if you have an accountability partner. That's the role. Um, And of course, they can be um, people in your sphere of influence who you are trying to partner with in order to, on purpose, increase each other's success. So how do you help others to get more out of themselves of out of each other? Because guess what? It's about investing in people, right? There's no set it and forget it. There's no, hey, you and I are connected. We're good now. I've got no more work to do. It's not how relationships work. And by the way, the good news, it's not how joy works either. You get joy by being engaged with other people, by your highest and best use being worked out with other people. So really, really important. So how to get more out of yourself and out of all the other human resources, all, of other, all the other amazing humans um, that you interact with. All right. Next budget how to get more for time, how to get more out of your calendar, how to get more out of your day. Yeah, time is so fair. It's ridiculously fair, ruthlessly fair. All of us only have 24 hours a day. All of us only have seven days a week. This is as good as it gets, people. You are never, all of a sudden, no matter what the Beatles saying, going to get in eighth day a week to love on somebody. Never, ever going to happen, Right. So if it's super fair, are you being intentional with your time? So a couple of different things. Um, first of all, is your time aligned with the impact that you want to have? So this goes back to your goal. Are you aligning your calendar and your decisions with what you want? If not, why not? There's very possible, very possible that your why not is a good reason. Like you have certain responsibilities that just cannot be moved or deleted, right? So then ask yourself, are there new or alternative ways to do things? How can I better make decisions with my time to still get what I want, to still get more? So alignment with the impact. Um, The other thing, be aware when you're looking at your to-do list, and this this is a sneaky one, you guys. Be aware of the emotional reward that you get from your to-do list. For some of them, best, we just love checking stuff off. So guess what? For those of us that love drawing that little line through things, we're going to focus on small things because we could draw more lines through them. But those small things might not actually be the big impact that we're looking for, right? Another one is... Are you getting emotional rewards for other from other people when you say yes to certain things? Totally guilty. Totally guilty of this one, right? So are you being validated around certain tasks on your to-do list? And what if those tasks are actually eating you alive? Because you shouldn't have said yes to that in the first place. Or because that's not your highest and best use. It's just the easiest, the path of least resistance for them to ask you since they know you're always going to say yes, right? Um, Another one is your own um, mini outcomes, you know, um, wanting to, oh, we we lie and we call it self-care, but, you know, you know, doing little indulgent treats or, you know, being on Facebook too long or watching TV or being playing Candy Crush or whatever. But I'm not saying those are bad. um, But set a timer, you know, like, is the time that you're spending on that? Is it really giving you the equivalent amount of joy? And if not, dial it in, like, make sure that what you get from that is only as much as you give to it. So just be really, really thoughtful about optimizing your time. Okay, a couple other ones. I'm going to fire through these because I've got so much more to say. This might have to turn into a two-part series. Optimizing your time. Write it down. If it's not written down, you won't do it and you can't be intentional with your time. Take a course on time management. If you cannot figure this one out, there are some insanely... Brilliant, smart books, smart YouTubers, smart people, smart courses that you can take that is a massive investment in you. It will not only help you get more out of your time, it'll help you grow in massive self-awareness. Invest in you. Say no. Say no. Do what one of my friends did for me. I even had to get a no button, you guys. No. N-O. No. Right? Do what you need to do to remind yourself how to be intentional with your calendar. This literally never leaves my desk, never, okay? Delegate when possible. Sometimes some things we can't delegate, but not sometimes there is. And you know what, when you delegate to someone and it's a stretching of them, that's healthy. That's actually you optimizing people, helping them to ascend the highest and best use ladder of their personal talents. Instead of just being fearful that you're the one that has to do it or feeling bad, that you're asking someone to be involved and involved in this. Imagine what if your delegation or you're asking for help is actually helpful to the person that you're putting in the request. What if? All right. Um, Another thing, if you don't have the time to invest in something, you better have the money to invest in it if you want it. So when it comes to marketing, um, when it comes to leadership journey, when it comes to a whole bunch of things, but especially marketing as an example, um, you can get away with not having a huge budget and still get results. But typically the offset is that you have to have time and attention, right? So if you don't have a lot of money, you have to have a lot of time and attention to offset the impact. If you do not have a lot of time and attention, you might have to fill that gap by paying someone to do it. Right? And that is optimizing your budget. That is optimizing your calendar sometimes, just depending on where you're at. So, if money is a resource that you do have and time is one that you do not have, do you have the right balance of those? Because that is profoundly impactful leverage if that's the place that you are in your life. Um, Time, self care. If you do not take care of yourself, if you do not invest in yourself, you will be inefficient. With your time you will have a hard time thinking you will get fog brain and you'll get all sorts of other difficult repercussions so be very thoughtful about time. When it comes to self-care, I'm horribly bad at this one. There's a couple of accountability friends I have out there that know this, so they're probably smirking right now, but that's why I'm sharing so that we can all grow. And then are there processes? If you are reinventing the wheel over and over and over, if you struggle to make the same decision and you procrastinate and procrastinate and procrastinate on the same thing over and over and over again. Or if there are just any of those other hamster wheel type of scenarios in your life, get off the hamster wheel. Find a process, find a new system, find a new level of self-awareness and flip the switch, flip the paradigm and make sure that you are focusing on optimizing your time through processes. All right, you guys. So speaking of optimizing time and hopefully optimizing value, I just looked at the clock and this is definitely going to be a two part series because I have come to the end of our time together in this corporate caffeine episode. So we are going to continue to talk about more um, on the next one and we are going to talk about how to get more attention. From people, We are gonna talk about how to maximize your client base and maximize your revenue streams. We are going to talk about how to maximize and get more out of your relationships. We are going to, hmm, okay, I'm not gonna spoil this one. We're gonna dive into a deeply important one regarding your potential. So we're gonna talk about how to optimize that little magic treasure. Um, so that you are fulfilling your potential and that you're finding your calling. And um, yeah, I'm going to miss those two because there's actually, actually two buckets. So I'm going to keep two to myself unless you guys <laughs> decide to join me on the next in this series. So thank you guys so much. I would love to hear your thoughts about where do you optimize? Because guess what? Every single one of you has a certain self mastery that is natural to you, but it's not natural to me and it's not natural to other people. And so your aha moments or the things that you're already doing, those can be profoundly helpful to other people. So would really, really love to hear about how you get more, what works for you um, so that we can share the love and keep ascending together. So David Ball. Good caffeine. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Great to see you on here and onward and upward. See you next time.